Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, welcome to Man Baggage. My name is Russell Kane, and this is the space where we get men together to talk about, and I quote, the subjects we wish men would talk about, end quote. That was the voice of women, not gay men, but also gay men listen to this as well. We have a surprisingly high female listenership. This started out as a sit round in a circle, take off your cardigans, dip your digestive, let's talk about our depression and steroid use, guys. Don't get me wrong, there's a place for that. It's fucking needed. I'm glad men are finally speaking to each other about this shit. I've been banging my drum around for years. Just to give you a bit of historical context, when I started this, I said I want to create like a sort of loose men space where men can talk about the shit that affects them. I was hit online with comments like, oh my God, is it not bad enough that men have everything in the world, that now they have to have a space to discuss their problems as well? That's how far we've come in seven years. Now we realise uncles, brothers, boyfriends, cousins, doing steroid, eating disorder, topping themselves. There is an issue with men which cannot be fixed by going, men be shit. It can only be fixed by men talking to men and more importantly, talking to women. That's the key difference in this space. So as I milk my man baggage of its viscous insight during this episode, that's why I've got a male guest and I can't wait to drill into the dapper cranium of this guest. But I will also have a strong female auditor as I do every episode, because when you get boys together and they go, well, you know what girls be like, they will drift into sexist generalizations. They will drift into stuff that they might think is true that they need correcting on. Some things do turn out to be true. Some things, sorry to break it to you, non-binary Twitter, but some people still feel like men be like, women be like, and that's just the way it is. So maybe my female guest can help me with that today. Anyway, let's introduce today's panel. I don't know whether to call him Dapper or Dan, but you may know him as uh, as Dapper Laughs. He provides fucking funny content all over the shop. He also works live. I work with him live myself. It's Dapper Laughs, aka Dan O'Reilly, the fucking shite in the house. Dan, how you doing? I'm good, thank you. Russell Kane's podcast. I couldn't say no. I'm like, I'm going to be famous again. This is brilliant. Let's go. <laughs> and uh, me and Dan are currently in the longest room, most spotlights Olympics competition. Because as you know, <laughs> when you come from a when you come from a chubby background, you get a bit of dough. You have massively long rooms with spots in. That's normally right. on a dimmer. <laughs> That's exactly. Now we couldn't what. have this. <laughs> well, uh, right. And now, listen. It'll be easy, easiest thing in the world for me and Dan to sit here and talk about working class masculinity from our perspective. But I will not have it. Like good science, good sociology needs a corrective and analysis. 
and a strong voice. And every week, I have just an amazing range of strong females to join me on this journey. And this week, content creator, I mean, I didn't even know how to describe you. ZZ Mills, welcome to the space. How would you like to be billed? Oh, I don't know. I used to say just the girl online that chats a lot of shit. And I kind of like that still because I do chat a lot of shit. So I'm going to stick with that. Basically a, a stand up on the phone. Chat shit. But yeah, but some of your, some of your, yeah, your content's on the money. It's got satirical edge as well. So please do check her out. Where can we find you, Zizi, if people want to check you out? What's your Instagram handle? Um, Instagram is Zizi Mills. So that's Z-E-Z-E-M-I-L-L-Z, where you can find all my rants about different things, my interviews and all different things I'm up to. So yeah. Yeah. So you're heavily in the music industry as well. I like that. You know, I like you to make in the lap. In fact, it was because I was, I can't remember who you were interviewing, two, two musicians looking very uncomfortable when you were talking about foreplay. That led me to today's uh, subject. Yes. Uh, I thought we'd talk about that. So what we're going to talk about today is sex appeal. It's a bit on the nose, which is why we've never done it on uh, Man Baggage before. We've, got, we've danced around the subject, but now we're going to go there. We're going to find out what's appealing. Is it different for men or women? Newsflash. It probably is. There's only so far we can sociology A level away from our biology. Oh my God, Russell Keane's cancelled for implying he has genitals. <laughs> but we are here. And I want, I want to talk to both of you about this. I'm just going to define sex appeal before we get going, okay? Sex appeal is the quality of being attractive in a sexual way, okay? So we can immediately tune out any, I'm going to interpret it in this way, bullshit. We are talking about the quality of being attractive in a sexual way. Sexual attraction is attraction on the basis of sexual desire and the quality of arousing such interest. Sexual attractiveness or sex appeal, oh God, yeah, is an individual's ability to attract other people sexually and is a factor in sexual selection or make choice oh yeah that's right pass me my inhaler <laughs> right so what i want to know is this is there a mismatch here not in power zz we know there's a fucking mismatch in sexual power hopefully our great 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 grandchildren will live in a more equal society but for now it's fucked so i'm not going to ask you that but are men more interested in sex appeal than women in your opinion it's a slightly different question than are we more sexualized as genders i'm asking do you think men are more interested in being appealing sexually than women are? Oh, as in women finding them sexually, like being sexually attracted to them? Or do they care about it more than women? When I'm in my new ensuite with unfunctioning shower and, and leak and cupboards that don't close, when I'm in there and I'm getting ready, am I more interested in strutting my shit on the street knowing I'm more appealing to Giel than you? Mm, it's, it's a really difficult question because I actually think it's equal, actually, but it's projected in different ways so women are we concentrate on our physical attributes because we know that's what men will find sexually appealing that's what will be drawn to them but I reckon men you know that women probably are going to find you more sexually appealing due to your status how much money you make what you have so I would I would say there's a difference in it that's what I think but I think it's just as equal, even though a lot of women try to make out nowadays that everything is for themselves. I put makeup on just for me. It's only for me. I don't like I spend all this money just so that I feel good, so that other women look at me and think I'm great. But it's not. I, In my opinion, it's to attract the opposite sex if you're attracted to the opposite sex, in my opinion. Well said. Strongly put. I, I think I could go with that, Dan, that it's, that it's equal but different. But what do you think sex appeal is? When you're a man, what, what, how, how do you how do you increase it? Do you stick on like a new polo shirt, real cream in a different direction? 
I think that women have got a lot more to work with to be sexually appealing. Do you know what I mean? They can, they, there's a lot more that they can do. They can do their eyebrows. They can do their nails. They can, there's, there's a lot more that they can put into being sexually appealing. Men, we don't really have a great deal we can do physically before we go out. We can do our hair, like shave our beard. But a lot of the stuff that we have to do is like get tattoos or go to the gym. Do you know what I mean? To change our appearance. Like physically, there's not a lot that we can do apart from making sure our hair's all right and we're dressed well. So I think that women naturally have got more that they can do to make themselves appealing to men. But like Azizi said, I think that, like, for instance, I know that I'm going to be more appealing if I, like, before I had a TV show, before I was big online or before I had money, no birds would come up to me in the club, ever. I just don't, I'm like, I'm short, I've got a bit of a belly, do you know what I mean? My beard is well patchy and I talk like a chav, right? So, but as soon as I got the TV show and as soon as I had the money and I got the blue tick, I was shagging. Do you know what I mean? So it's... <laughs> so I think we co men concentrate more on what we think women are going to want and I think that's like success or looking like we've got success. So clothes, watches, all stuff like that, you know? But it's easy. Do you think the difference is that a lot of the stuff men do is actually for other men? Whereas if a girl changes what she thinks is sexually appealing, changes, well, let's be frank about shallow men, the way she looks or something, or how how, how flirtatious or how brazen she's dancing in a club trying to attract male attention, it will work. That, that definitely will turn male heads. Whereas a lot of the time, if I change out a Breitling for a Cartier watch, do you actually think a lot of that women don't give a shit about? Like a lot of the stuff men give a shit about. For example, like putting 18 inches on their arms. There's not that many women who wants a man who looks like he's going to shit himself if he turns his neck too quickly, surely. <laughs> no, but now nowadays, okay, so if you've got a nice watch on, these are things that women would look at and they will know, like a lot of women now know the worth of a, a watch of a nice AP or a nice Cartier and all these things. But I think it's, interesting what Dan said because I think that's what women have to be very aware of is there are also a lot of men out there that appear to have a lot going on but actually they have absolutely <laughs> yeah. nothing nada going on and they will literally Instagram will sell you a dream like I just finished watching the Tinder swindler I don't even know how I don't it's mad how but you can create your whole life so beware. I'll tell those ladies to beware because you can have a nice watch on, but nothing ain't really going on, trust me. Dan, I'm sorry to ask you this question. It's a terrible question. I will be asking it as easy as well, though. But what is the most important factor? Obviously, you want to be with, if you're straight, you want to be the woman that is kind and loving, right? I'm not suggesting that's not important. Obviously, it is. I ideally want a woman who's confident, got her own shit going on and earning our own money. All of those things, massive turn on to most men who have confidence. However, we have to put something at the top of the list. And I'm guessing if you surveyed 100 women, who, let's say who have got through the shagger bastard for the thrill stage, so probably going to be over 23, 24, they're going to be looking more for personality traits than what is his body fat level? Oh, he's 13% body fat, it's 1% out, or I'd have gone back for his. It's a shame because he's a barrister and a lovely guy. What a shame. <laughs> so what you are, you're asking me what... I'm not asking what all men. I'm asking your experience, your journey of masculinity, what you, your friends, your mates, your brothers, your cousins, 
Is it looks first and then a bit of a bonus if she turns out to be nice afterwards? A hundred percent. I'm not going to lie to you. Every man from my experience or me personally and my friends, we all have an image of the woman that we... When we were young and we're growing up through our 20s, coming into our 30s and we're not interested in relationships, we have an image of a woman in our mind that we fancy. You know, so for me, it'd be like a maybe a, a slimish girl with a, with a small bum and big boobs. You have that image in your mind. And then when you see one that matches that image, it makes you want to shag them. That, I'm just going to put it as layman terms. <laughs> and it makes you want to shag them. And that's the sex appeal. Oh, that's the girl I've been thinking about. So you scan the room, you look at, that's the girl that I've been thinking about. That's the one. And to me, and that's what my missus looks like. But before my missus, there was many women that were like that that I'd met. But the difference is with my missus is... She was really funny. She had a great personality. She made me, she made me laugh. She, she laughed at me. And then from that, from that connection of her being just amazing, do you know what I mean? And, and a nice person and, and funny and stuff, that when you scan the room, you stop looking at them and you just, you know, you think about her, I guess. But that's just me. I know that that's not going to be a popular opinion, but to me, that, that's, that's what it is. It's an honest opinion. Yeah. It's an honest opinion, Dan. I think more men think like that than they let on. Dan, is it... I just want to know from the lads. So I always have this, like, back and forth with my friend. And I always say that men's initial thing, first off, when they meet you, is always about sex it's nothing else it's not going to be about oh my god I would love to get to know her and her beautiful personality it's always going to be they see you as that and then time will change it uh, if you want me to be brutally honest like it depends what period of your life you're in if you're in your late 50s early 60s you're probably thinking about conversation and what the thing is but if you're in your early if you're in your early 20s and early, or like your 20s at least just from my personal experience, you look and you're like, I'd love to shag her. And then you talk to them. <laughs> That's it. I'll just be honest. I'd love to shag her. You talk to them, you get to know them. And look, let's be honest, you know, I, I don't know. I just sometimes when my, when my missus used to say, oh, you know, we're it's one of my guy friends. I'd be like, how many guy friends have you really got? Like, what percentage of them are actual guy friends or guys that are just working on you? Do you know what I mean? So yeah. that's just my opinion. But. <laughs> Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. 
For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. It's easy. So what I've noticed with my female friends and girls that I've dated, yes, of course, girls have a sort of physical type that they might traditionally go for, but they're much more flexible when it comes to dating. They'll quickly change, tall, short, whatever, ginger, mm-hmm, not, mm-hmm, not ginger. Mm-hmm. Once in the first few seconds of speaking to a, a guy that seems to be charming. That's what I want to ask you. Is it nice when a guy has a type? Because what I've realized is my wife, Lindsay, for example, finds it weird that I don't. And it also means that there's not really a physical type of woman that I wouldn't potentially be attracted to. <laughs> so if you're dating a guy that is into girls, your height, your appearance, you're this, you're that. Yes. Okay. Yeah. A, a girl comes in, looks like she's a bit threatening, but imagine if he's like, yeah, my first ex, she was blonde, five foot 11. I, I like ginger girls from overseas. I like, actually, I just want to fuck every, it's more worrying, isn't it? If a guy doesn't have a sexual attraction type. I mean, see, I talk a lot about, cause I feel sometimes when you have a type though, you can get so fixated on your type that you're not willing to see anything past that type so often I talk about um colorism which is like the better treatment of lighter skinned women it happens within the Asian culture happens within uh, black culture and sometimes there's men that will never date a darker skinned woman now to me that is just weird you your type is now it's just you've gone past having a type it's just you're fixated on this one thing so I would probably be I'd like it more if a guy's open and he can see all types of beauty. I worry about men that can only see one type of beauty because it's verging on the stage of being unhealthy, in my opinion. But I certainly wouldn't use the noun colorism, but you've only got to switch on Love Island to see that girls are looking for tall, dark, handsome, but it's not much fun being a blonde or fair guy out on the pool, I'm guessing. I wouldn't know I'm dark because I'm covered in it 24-7. But- yeah, but the difference is, is that, like you were saying, like women, that might be our preference. But then, like you see on Love Island, like true. you were saying earlier, true, true, when true. the guy then has a really good personality, you you find you're like, oh, I, that's not usually my type. And I'm now I really like this guy. We're a lot more open because they always say, like, women fall in love by what they hear and then men fall in love normally by what they see well, and a little bit by what they hear, but... We are very rude by words. That's what we love. Well, that's gonna be that was gonna be my next question. I'll ask you first, Dan. But intelligence. A lot of men are threatened by it. You go and talk to a girl in a in a bar. I'm talking about your average mm. Gary Lager, who's basically all of my friends and everywhere I grew up. Mm. I can't help it. I grew up on a, a council estate in in a Tottenham, North London, Essex. That's where I grew up. But obviously, I'm not usual in that I've gone to uni, got a degree, and all that. So I find it a bit. I'm not going to lie. Lindsay's out. Bit of a turn on. Uh, if I were talking to a girl and she, you can see Leo Tolstoy, she's fucking three quarters through War and Peace. She's fucking politically active. She's got a brain in her head. That is, for me, is a turn on. But I'm learning. I'm in the minority. Yeah, definitely. Men have a problem here, definitely. don't they? With girls have a brain. This is this is an issue. It's definitely intimidating, especially if you're like a lad's lad, which I was a lad's lad. Which it means, I guess that means that you got you got to stop acting like a twat. Really, do you know what I mean? And actually have a, a sensible conversation, which is which is sometimes quite intimidating. I think that it depends again what stage in your life you're at, and uh, and I think uh, 
I certainly enjoy getting into proper conversations and debating about things. And I, I like, especially because of my background, I'm quite controversial. So I, I like to really get into the mind and get into the stuff like that. But that's just me. But a lot of my mates would, as soon as a woman would, what they consider be more intelligent than them, which is majority of women anyway, if that, if that was shown, <laughs> if, that was, if, they were showing, if they were showing that intelligence, that it would probably, yeah, it would probably intimidate them, definitely. Um, the, I, yeah. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I think, I think, I think all men are intimidated by by intelligent women. Definitely. So I can ask these. So we, I've known a lot of couples where it's like, say, like a bright guy or a brain box guy, and the girl is with, he's like, and it's not an issue at all. They seem to get on brilliantly. I haven't known as many couples easy where it's a really super like astrophysicist or politically active girl and the guy's like using his GHD ceramic straighteners in the hallway. <laughs> it's ego though, that's the thing. Men like lo- you guys love your egos to be stroked. So you don't want anyone to kind of mentally challenge you or make you feel as if you don't have all the answers. You want to feel as if you are rescuing us and you're saving us at all points, whether you want to admit it or not. So even with the whole thing of like, you know, oh yeah, I don't mind if my woman makes more money than me. I feel like certain men, they do, they they yeah. will, you do mind, you mind it because there's that level of independence that you know she has. I feel like men enjoy the feeling of should anything go wrong, I know I can swoop in there and save you. And a woman that is financially stable, intelligent, if there's not that need there. And I think men need you to need them. They love that feeling. Mm. So like myself, I'm extremely opinionated and I give my opinions a lot and I'm, you know, very strong-minded. And I find it difficult, you know, dating because, you know, men just think I'm always going to have something quick and smart to say back to them or, you know, they're going to try and say something. I'd be like, oh, actually, no, that doesn't make sense because the other day <laughs> when you was there, you managed to do that. So how come you didn't do <laughs> it this time? Hell. You know, I'm too, I'm just like, it's like yeah, the, I'm is like Is it like living with Poirot? <laughs> <laughs> it's literally and then um, and it doesn't help because when I do interviews with all these like you know all the big male figures within the music industry and we're going like toe to toe and they're probably thinking I don't want to come home to that every night where she's trying yeah. to out I outsmart yeah. outsmart me with her mind yeah. so yeah it's an ego thing so wait a minute it's easy are you suggesting that if men evolved overnight tonight and we suddenly didn't have an ego thing and we were perfectly happy having a girl much brighter than us. Are you suggesting that that women are sexually attracted to men who are less intelligent than them? No problem at all. So you could go out with a male. With male. No. See, this is what the issue, it runs no, in the other direction no. as well, doesn't it? No, 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 because we will happily get with a man that is, okay, so you don't have to get with someone that's dumb, right? But a lot of men will get with someone that is dumb and you're just thinking, what the hell? Whereas women, we'll get with someone that might a bit be- dumb. A little but they're bit. financially stable. No, no, uh, no, 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 no. We'll get with someone that is. <laughs> wait, wait, wait! Don't. We'll get with someone that is maybe a little bit more intelligent than us, and we're happy to learn yeah, from yeah. them. And we sharpen each other. We're yeah, you're not as threatened. So, you're not as threatened. Yeah, but there'll be an area where we are maybe a little bit more well-versed in that area and we can educate each other. So that's what women look for. We look for someone that can sharpen us. So I'm not like significantly smarter than you and you're not significantly smarter than me, but we're on the same yeah, level, yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah. and we can help each other. That's what mm. we kind of want. Okay, let's, let's move on to another one. This is an important one to do with sex appeal. Were it not for this one, Zizi, you would be being joined by two virgins on today's uh, Zoom call. And this is laughter and humour. 
Had it not been for my five foot ten pepperami body's ass ability to make girls laugh, I'm pretty sure I would have just sealed over and have a smooth hump like Ken by now because there would be no point in me having a dick. I had zero female attention at school. I can't do sport. I'm not the top of it. Anything. I, I me don't too. find cars or anything like that. Intro. I've got. I've got nothing going on. I'm five foot I ten. I feel like I should get the violin out. No, I feel no, like what I mean. Get the violin out then, for both of you. At the last minute. At the last minute, the DNA dice went. But you will always be able to think of funny something funny to say, and then. WAP. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, mate. I'm so the, how I'm important? The same. <laughs> I'm the same. Gifted. What is going on with humour? When you look at it from an evolutionary perspective, I've, I've analysed this before. There must have been something back in the day. We can understand why you would want someone caring, kind, clever, with resources. It all makes sense for having babies. What fucking purpose did it serve back in the cave for the guy that was making everyone laugh <laughs> to get laid? Because times were hard. <laughs> So you needed someone to come through and just make it a little bit, you know, that lighter seems, for you. That seems a weak reason to be top of the, the mating tree. Do you think there's a, no, a safety element to it? Like you could diffuse a situation or? I just think nothing. They, I don't know what there's all these studies, you know, about how much laughter does for your soul or for the for your mind. And even, you know, there's those all those little things where it talks about how much muscles it takes to frown and all these bullshit things smiling and laughing will always just be the top of the list because I keep saying it life is hard and why would you want to come back to your partner who doesn't know how to make you laugh doesn't know how to make you release all those stresses that you've had over the day that will always be at the top of my list over someone that's good looking like I've met guys that are my type I mean like Idris Elba to the T and they're not funny and I look at them, I just think, oh, so boring. Like, oh. And then I meet someone that's nothing to do with my type and he'll make me laugh. And I'll just be like, yeah, like that's that person's a better fit for me. But sometimes, do you not think that can be a problem? I know plenty of my female friends who are stuck with a guy because he's so funny and so nice, but the guy is dragging her down, man. Oh, yeah, you've got to find the balance. Oh, yeah, sis, you have to find the balance. You can't just be there being with a man to... Make you laugh. Making you laugh is not going to get you through life. You can't have someone that's funny, but no ambition or anything yeah. like that. Because then what is the point of them making you laugh? Now you're just, yeah, there has to be a balance. Yeah. But I mean, once you've got the basis of what you want, then I would say laughing would always, making me laugh and making me smile will always be at the top of the list. So Jester plus Jules, that's the formula. Dan, so you've already said that your missus made you laugh and you made her laugh and that's great. But overall, I mean, again, having spoke to so many men now, being honest, it doesn't seem to work so much as a social lubricant, pardon the pun, on on men. No, it does sometimes. It does on it does on me. I, I mean, I I do like a girl, I need a woman that makes me laugh. I'm hardly not like the standard guy. A lot of men feel threatened by it again, like they do by intelligence. How the fuck can you be threatened by someone making you feel good? I think I, I, I know. I, I, know I, I, think, I, I know. I know. What? I, yeah, because I think if a woman a woman is funnier than you especially in front of your friends, then that can, to some men that are insecure, seem threatening. I think if men are insecure, yeah. to me, if if my missus is sat there taking the piss out of me and making my mates laugh, I'm, I'm loving it. I'm like, 
yeah, that's my girl. Do you know what I mean? But I, I honestly think that laughter within a relationship, and I think this is why women find men attractive that are funny, is that um, comedy and laughter, I think, is a really... It's a form of communication that isn't confrontational. Do you know what I mean? So if you think about the majority of the time when a man and a woman talk, especially in a relationship, the normal stuff you're talking about is money, your house, what you're doing, the kids, da-da-da. It's quite boring, mundane stuff, or you're arguing. And the, the slight change to that is you could be laughing and joking about something but you're communicating about a subject and when you get on a roll and you're laughing and joking it, you're communicating with each other in a fun way so really a man that makes you laugh is a man that can communicate with you in a non-confrontational wow. way uh, on a regular basis otherwise a man that doesn't lo- make you laugh he's only talking to you when he's got something to say to you oh I like that, that. Was a good one I'm, more, that was a good I'm one. more than just dick jokes man okay guys enough foreplay that's the end of part one we're going to take a break there Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc., 